Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Yes, it is. Welcome in, wife. Coming up, uh, working from home may pay better than you think. I have the details, plus I'll share the personality differences between tea drinkers and coffee drinkers. I'll share how to select a stall in a public restroom. I'll show you reasons to party for tomorrow, surprisingly easy ways to save energy, and some interesting statistics. And Mindy will share uh, the top five organic wines from top5.com. That's right. Her new favorite site. Right. (laughs) Monday evening is here, so let's get in and get all of the Jason and Mindy podcast. Welcome all of you fine, amazing, beautiful, wonderful folks listening live on CastBox. We've got a full house already. And uh, and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher. Mindy? Yes. It's Monday. The weekend just passed, so you know what time it is. Yes. What are your weekend highlights? Oh, boy. Uh, well, this weekend, re- oh boy, yeah, this weekend really didn't go as as planned as I would have liked it. it didn't go we, according to plan, yeah, it did not go according to plan. That is correct. Okay, why is uh, that? Well, we, we went to dinner, and yeah. uh, it's always nice catching up with your folks. Yeah, we had some fun with the folks and uh, had a nice it was a nice dinner, it was, but a, you didn't get your, I your meal was, was well, you know. no, that wasn't that. I just I was, um, I was a little perturbed, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go into it. I just, yeah, it started with my dinner. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't know. Let's just not go there. Oh, what do you, all right. You and, went there and then you're not well, going to go I'm there. Backing and you probably, I'm backing out. All right. Well, anyway, uh, the, the meal you didn't get, you got the lobster thing. We went to, first of all, we went to yard house. So if you don't have a yard house in your area, I'm not sure if you've ever been to a yard house, but yard house is actually a pretty cool restaurant. They and have a lot of different things. You pay a lot though for, yeah, for what you get. And it's so you sort cheap. of expect to, yeah. you know, get, but you know, overall, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was, it was enough. Yeah. But you know, when I've gone before and ordered the same thing, I had enough to you know, I could split it in half and take it home. Yeah. This time it was just enough, which that's fine. That's so, all I need. So that's Friday. What about Saturday? Uh, let's see. Saturday, you went down and you, you might want to I'll, I'll go reveal my details, but you go through your highlights first. And well, I just had a, a nice day at home Uh huh. and that was pretty much my day Saturday. Yeah. It was a busy day for I me. I did uh, finally finish the gate. I sanded metal all day. Yeah. <laughs> looks good. You did a good job. Yeah. Now it's ready for paint. So that's awesome. And then uh, Sunday. Sunday we did your gig. Uh, it was okay. There was a few people there that it was odd. Were very odd. They were very much on something. Yeah, there was and one lady just touching everybody and being, oh my god, it was obnoxious. So weird. Yeah, there was a few of them there, and I was just trying to stay clear. And what I, I think a- is really funny about that, right, is that uh, it was a lady doing it, right? So what if a guy was doing that, mm-hmm. was doing what she was doing, touching everybody, touching girls, making out with people, just just being, they he, that person would have been kicked out quickly. Absolutely. Police probably would have been called. 
But this girl was touching people's butt, guys' butts, mm-hmm. and grabbing. Just, just she, I heard that she went up to uh, one of the bouncer that worked there and just started making out with him. Oh boy! And I was like, well, did he did he reciprocate? And my dad was telling me the story, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, he she she he reciprocated. And I was just like, what? I just thought to myself, if a guy was doing that. You know, there's just someone, whatever, not to get into that thing, but it's just, it's, it's kind of like, well, if, if she did it to me, I'd be, I would have been pissed. Yeah. Like, don't, don't touch me and as, get, step back and get away from me. Guys should be a little more like yeah, that. I think I agree. I think there should be boundaries even with men. Like, I, I, agree. I know you like, this is what I think for men. Okay. So like, I know men, they, they kind of, they, they let that happen. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's. It's a sex appeal, especially if the lady's good looking, right? Mm-hmm. But what if you get a lady like that? Yeah. That she wasn't that great looking and she had the boobs and and all that, but it's yeah. kind of like she's touching and grabbing places where maybe men don't want to be touched. Yeah, but the thing so, is- But why don't men just say that? Because like, there's a stigma with men. If we turn that kind of stuff down, we're looked down upon kind of a thing. Isn't it? It's a strange thing. It's like, I would love it as a woman to see a man- Oh, I would have, I would have. Say, uh, don't touch oh, me. Oh, I would have. Y- you would have seen this man do that. Don't t- get, what are you doing? Get away from me. Yeah. And then might have seen you punch her in the face. So that would have, <laughs> you just got to be careful. I was just trying to stay. Anyway, it was, it was a good weekend, but it was an off weekend. It was interesting. For me. Had some interesting moments. All right. Well, my weekend highlights. Uh, yes, I did get to see the folks that came to visit, which was nice. They haven't been out in about three months. Now, uh, we're ta- when I'm talking about the folks, I'm talking about Stephanie's mom, my stepmom, and my dad. You guys call them Stom and Stad. Stom and Stad. Yeah, they they live in Lake Havasu, and uh, which is only about three and a half, four hours from here. And they they come and visit occasionally, and they just sold their house out here, so they they don't have as many reasons to come out because they don't have a house out here anymore. But uh, they like to come out and visit and hang out, and it was nice to see them. And they came to the gig too, which was cool. Mm -hmm. So that was one highlight. The other highlight for me was this, and I'll share it now. I can finally share it because we did get an interview out of the way. Uh, we starting the new podcast called unscripted narrative with my buddy, Michael Kreppel. And our, our objective is to enter is to interview inter, people in the entertainment world, doing things in the entertainment world. The first person that we interviewed was David Armstrong is David Armstrong. He is a director and he is a cinematographer. He did all the cinematography for every single one of the saw films. So that's pretty big. That's the, the, probably his biggest credit that he has. But more importantly, what's really, really cool about it, and Tina Tina Greenwood will probably enjoy this because she's a fan of Mark Thompson. He's the guy that directed The Assassin's Code, which Mark Thompson starred in, which you and I went to the premiere of in Los Angeles. Yes. So a little six degrees of separation right there. Really, really interesting. Uh, yes. We heard him on, Mar- on Mark and Linda. Uh, just, just a really good guy and lots of great stories he was uh just to give you some insight on him you know he did he was he started behind the camera so he he was a cameraman for mtv cribs and all kinds of different stuff as he's gone through uh to get to where he is now so he's a very interesting guy I can't wait to release that podcast. We yeah, did, I'm looking forward to the interview. We did two hours of that, and it'll we'll split it into, into two parts. So that's coming out very, very soon. I'll keep you guys posted on all of that goodness. 
Uh, and I think that's about covers the highlights because we talked about the gig a little bit. The gig was off. It was just okay. It was just an okay gig. Gigs, you get, you win some, you lose some. And this one, we just, yeah. It, it was, was just, just okay. It was just okay. <laughs> Still had fun hanging out with the fellas and, and, uh, and, and doing our thing, but uh, it was just okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the weekend highlights. Let's get into the podcast now. Let's do it. All right, so the first thing I have to share is uh, working from home. We've, I, I would love to work from home. I mean, I, ideally, I would love to do a podcast from home. And that would, that would be my job. That'd be an awesome job. But there are other uh, other ways to do it. But the perception is that you get paid less to work from mm-hmm, home, mm-hmm. correct? But that's not always the case. A, a new U.S. census data shows that the median salary for those who worked from home last year was $42,400, which is approximately $2,000 more than those who commuted to an office via public transportation or by car. Uh, that also far exceeds the median earnings for those who took a cab or cycled to work. Uh, those folks are making about $30,000 a year. And those who walked, $21,800. That means those who work from home are now the highest earners in the U.S. Yeah, they ought to go anywhere. My sister's one of them. I thought she had to go place to an office, well, though. She she was there for a while, but now um, she really literally has to go in maybe once a month. That's not that's awesome. See? Yeah. So there's to work from and there's place there's ways to do it. Uh, I've never really looked into it because I've always had a you know we make more than that median, so that, that's like not really worth it. I have to do a a whole different kind of job to to make up for what we make. But um, but what a cool I would love to do that. What a cool gig, right? Just, Show up, just come into your office and do some work. Oh, I'd love to get up and just saunter in in the room and have saunter, (laughs) saunter. I believe saunter is a saunter. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that on the IM earlier when we were IMing. You said someone saunter. Saunter sounds better because you're just kind (laughs) of half half awake. Uh, You make up your own words. I do. I do. Hilarious. I do want to shout out Tina too. By the way, Uh, we. It's funny. She listened to our Patreon podcast that we released, the Jason Mindy Patreon podcast. For those of you who don't know what we do with our Patreon, it's really cool. We've merged two two shows into one and we call it Low Tree Studios Patreon. So we've merged the difference between us and the Jason and Mindy podcast. So the Jason and Mindy podcast, we do one show, one extra show a week. And the difference between us, we do one extra show a week. Right. So the difference between us is called B-roll. It's totally different. We keep the mics on and we talked about talk about totally different stuff. Totally like off the table. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally different than what we normally do on the difference between us. Um, anyway, so we did our Friday show, and it's funny because we we were we weren't really in the mood, kind of. If you think about mm. it, I mean, we obviously we got our show together, but we were kind of like mm, it was before we were going to dinner, and it just turned out to be one of those really fun shows where we just were making each other laugh and. And she she gave us a ton of great compliments. So I just want to give her, say thank you because that, that means a lot to us. You yeah. know, we do our thing, and you never know when a show is going to be great, and uh, and it's nice when 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 it hits for somebody. Yeah, you know, other than us. So K Max in the chat too, and she had nothing but great things to say last time we were in. She did, she did on the, in the chat. So it was really nice of her to say that. All right, so now let's get into this brew thing. All right, a new study of two thousand Americans examined the personality differences in people based on their morning 
beverage of choice, coffee or tea. And oddly, while you might expect coffee drinkers to be the weird ones, tea drinkers were found to be more likely to be extroverted, adventurous night owls. Other findings of the survey, which was conducted by one poll for the uh, the Chenet brand. Uh, and here they are. Here's the findings. The average coffee drinker downs 3.4 cups per day. 3.4 cups wow, per that's day. that's a lot. Tea drinkers, it's 2.7 cups. So they have a little bit less. Coffee drinkers are more likely to be light sleepers. That is the case with me. 57% of tea drinkers are average sleepers. Coffee drinkers are more likely to say they are always on time. That's not the case with me. Coffee <laughs> drinkers are more likely to enjoy Grey's Anatomy, The Office, and Seinfeld. Well, nice. that's uh, that's me. Uh, other than Grey's Anatomy. I did watch that for a lot of years, but it's like, it's time to put it to rest, folks. It's just time to put yeah, it to rest. Everybody's saying that. Tea drinkers uh, prefer The Walking Dead. Friends and the Big Bang Theory. So uh, D David's a tea drinker. So I'm trying to use David in this in comparing us. And I do believe they did. They did watch Friends and they did watch The Walking Dead. I believe. I don't know if you watched The Big Bang Theory, Theory though. Coffee drinkers like punk rock, blues, and jazz music. That is not true. Uh, tea drinkers like classical country pop or hip hop or rap. Wow, that's right? that's. Yeah, I'm more on the tea drinker side on that one. I go both ways. But I like, yeah, you do go both ways, <laughs> don't you? Hmm. Uh, coffee fans are 96% more likely to drink their brew black. Mm, that's harsh. Yeah, I used to do that. But I found that what I, when I did that, I was having something sweet with it. So I still do that now, though. So you know what I just, just realized in this moment? What did you realize in this moment? I'm not sleeping good again. Mm. And I'm drinking coffee. There it is. Yeah, coffee has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. All right, and the last thing, tea fans are 35% more likely to add sugar to their drinks. Ooh. But I add sugar to my coffee a little bit. Not much. I add a little bit of- I just of, use honey. A little bit of creamer. Oh, yeah, I, I, that's what I do with tea. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't like tea that much. You know what, what tea I do like is yerba mate. It's yes, a real, and they don't, Mate's they good. used to have it at uh, Trader Joe's and I get, got it every time. And it, it, to me, it seems stronger than coffee a little bit. And it was good tasting, especially with the tea, but they, they got rid of it and it's kind of expensive when you go anywhere else for yeah, it. It really is. Uh, so I just, I just got away from it. All right. So how to select a stall in the public restroom. This is a big debate, right? Oh, yes. I okay. mean, which one do you pick? Right. If there's multiple, of course. If there's only one, you got no, you only got one choice. Uh, the prevailing idea is that you should avoid the middle stalls and choose the first one. I believe I've shared this before. I know I have, in fact, because uh, I now think of the first one every time I go in. But we'll, <laughs> we'll repeat it again because it's, it's worth repeating. The thinking is that the first one is the least used, mm -hmm. so it's likely to be the cleanest. An analysis of toilet paper usage in public bathrooms at least partially backed that up. It was found that while 60% of finished rolls came from the middle stalls, only 40% came from those at the ends. That indicates that more people use the stalls in the middle middle than the first or last. Yeah, like in our bathroom, there's only three and the first one's hardly ever used. They really? always go to the second and the third. Really? Yeah. And I, it's a, and when I go in there and it's a full house, 
uh, I'm like, oh man, I got to use the first one. Well, according to this, nobody's using it. Well, maybe so it's I probably the best one to use. Uh, meanwhile, a New York Magazine survey found that when not using the middle stall, men showed a preference for the stall closest to the door, while women go to the one that is furthest away. Of course, they do. They don't want to hear. They don't want to be heard farting. We've discussed like this. That. Yeah, we, we really all have. do that. And, and, uh, when we do, you, you will never hear it. Yeah. If you want to, you want to know more about how, how Mindy feels about it and maybe how Stephanie feels about bathroom situations, you have to listen to our very first difference between us podcast, a crappy conversation. Yes. It's absolutely yeah, hilarious. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. But remember just because it is used less frequently, that doesn't necessarily mean it is cleaner. Sometimes that only depends on who used it last. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that is so true. I look for. We have a lot of bathroom discussions. We really do. Well, they're, it's important. They're fun. What's important, you know? It's eating, pooping. You know. <laughs> Did you know? Check this out, Mindy. A trial journey for what will be the world's longest commercial flight touched down early Sunday morning. Australian airline Qantas was testing a 20-hour nonstop journey from New York to Sydney. 20 hours. Oh, that would suck. Uh, Project Sunrise covered 10,000 miles, 16,000 kilometers, in a Boeing 787-9 Dreamliner with a team of researchers from Sydney University monitoring how passengers coped with the extended trip. That is such a long flight. I really want to visit Australia. But that's a long flight. But that's a long flight. flight. It's almost... It's still that long. You just... It gets broken up. It's one full day gone. It's crazy when you think about it. And and it and, and it's expensive. And I always get I always get confused. So do you lose a whole day or do you gain a whole day? Going there you lose a whole day. Wow. Coming back you're you're tra- you're doing time travel. That's so, so weird. So you gain to me. quite a bit of time coming back. So but you still lose a whole day. Mm-hmm. You still lose two full days of travel. Yeah. Regardless. Actually, because the, the the flight there, you're losing almost two days. Yeah, if you think about it, mm-hmm. crazy, huh? Yeah. But I would love to go there someday. You just if it, if you go to Australia though, you've got to have, uh, you know, like two weeks or something like that. Is the chat? Is anybody commenting in the chat? Uh, Are you seeing anything? Because I'm not. No, I'm not seeing okay, anything. Just checking to make sure we're on the same page. All right, let's move on to our reasons to party for tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Reasons to party for tomorrow. There's quite a few, so I'm going to get through them here. The first reason to party for tomorrow is International Caps Lock Day, Mindy. Or is it International Caps Lock Day? They they wrote it with caps lock on and then caps lock off. Mm. Mm. You're not here, are you? Well, I was, was, you know, asking the chat if they were there. Oh, okay. You're just Just checking to see if we're all working. All right. Uh, In any event, it's the annual celebration of one of the more useful keys on the keyboard. Do you use caps lock a lot? All the time. Yeah, for what you do, you need to. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, when we're uh, chatting back and forth, um, uh, I'm always in the all capital letters. Yeah. Right. Uh, you and me. Are you talking about you and me? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. work. Yeah. yeah. And I use it too for inputting certain things. It looks it just looks better. All caps like yeah. that. Uh, it's also International Sh- Stuttering Awareness Day, originated in 1998 to raise public awareness of the millions who suffer from the speech 
disorder. It's Nut Day also. Ask anyone to name a nut and most likely will say peanut. I was going to say pistachio. Oh, I would say cashew. Bless you. Almond. Thank you very much. Uh, which isn't a nut at all, I guess. A peanut. It's it's a legume or a legume. Legume. Definition of a nut, a hard, dry, indehiscent, indecent. Never said that word before. That's interesting. Fruit formed from two or more carpels, but containing only one seed. It's one of nature's most perfect foods. Zeno is saying in the chat, almond is a seed. No. Oh, asking no. Yeah. Like almond is a seed. No. That's the way you would say that. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, I believe that is true, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, a smart... It's also tomorrow. Smart is cool day, a day to celebrate those who are often labeled egghead or smarty pants. I've never been labeled that. Yeah, never. No. Have I? I've I never heard so. that before. No. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Well, do egg- you want to be smart? Egghead doesn't sound. Egghead doesn't. But I think egghead is just another th- way of saying smarty pants. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, uh, if there's ever if there's ever a time to show off your IQ test results, this is probably it, and that's tomorrow. Okay, it's also used car dealership day tomorrow, marking the opening of the world's first used car dealership on this day in London, England. In what year, Mindy? Uh, what year, Mindy? What year? Nineteen used car dealership. So- 1972. 1972? Are you kidding? Throwing it out there. 1897. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. You got to have cars first. And then in order to have used cars, you got to have the cars. Then the cars are made. Yeah, you got a point there. We did have cars cars back then. We did. It's also clean up the Earth's day tomorrow. (laughs) Zeno said close. (laughs) Yeah, not even (laughs) close. Almost a hundred years off. You know what? I didn't even think about that. So yeah, leave me I al- sprung it on you. Leave me alone. I sprung it on you. It's clean up the Earth's day tomorrow. It takes place exactly six months after Earth Day. It is a day to reflect on the progress that has been made to make a cleaner world in the past half year, and a day to uh, redouble efforts to make the world a cleaner place in the future. All right. And then lastly, it's National Color Day tomorrow. Uh, National Color Day is about learning how colors can affect both body and mind. Uh, The day encourages us to learn about how colors can influence mood, emotions, productivity, and behavior. You learned a lot about that in your interior design classes when you were taking them, right? What's your favorite color? Like, not the cliche favorite, but like to... Shades of blue. Shades of blue. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this room's blue. blue. It's got the. I look at the blue all the time, and I love it. I love yeah. that I get to see there's blue behind Mindy. Shades of blue and green are very soothing. Yeah, I love that. I, I like the blue, and so. they help you actually refocus. That's why I'm always focused, and maybe why you're not as much because you're looking at a white. Whatever, wall. I'm looking at your blue shirt. Oh, okay, that's good. All right, let's move on to the question of the podcast. Let's do it. Question, the question of the podcast. 
is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. Wayne in the chat says, what about Shades of Grey? Yeah, that's a, that's a dirty porn book, isn't it? It's not a turned into a dirty porn it's movie. It's not a porn book. I hated that movie. We've talked about it. Well, before, the movies but. are no good. Everybody that read the books said the books were way, way better. Plus, it's better to use your imagination than to try and yeah. watch it on screen. It just, you got to have the right chemistry. Yeah. One hand on the book, one hand on your junk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we watched the, bo- the movie. Uh, I think we watched about 20 minutes of it and then we, we turned it off. Yeah. It was not good. It was not good. Speaking of that, we're going to talk about uh, horror films this Thursday on The Difference Between Us. And there was a movie we turned off last night. It was Because it was just awful. not good. Yeah. Yeah. But we watched some good ones, uh, a couple good ones, I think. A couple good ones. We sure did. Anyway, uh, Sadie Mae says, yeah, the fear part wasn't there so that really ruined it for me the fear you mean in the in the yeah, movie yeah because in mm. she was well, i believe i didn't read them nor i i did a lot of the um signage and all that stuff when i so you didn't read the books job. though no but i did hear a lot what people said about it and i think there were times where she was fearful of him because of the sexual things and they didn't that really he was capture going to do that to her yeah probably not mm. Interesting. She recommends watching 2014 version of The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Ah. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the question. Where's the most uncomfortable uncomfortable place you've ever slept? Ooh. Um, that is easy. Yeah. We, and I don't know if your answer will be the Probably. same. Probably. We went to Catalina. It's exactly my answer. And we um, hiked over the ridge of the mountain yep. over to another campsite yeah. on the other side of the island. And holy Jesus, we had these little mats that kind of blew up, but then they, they've just flattened. They out. just flattened out. It was just rough. It and, sucked. And especially after you've hiked, uh, you know, a long distance, you really need a good night's sleep. And then sleeping just on hard ground was not very good for the body. Well, yeah, you're, we were really sore too. So just to give people an idea what Mindy's talking about um, with this camp, with this camping trip, Catalina is, if you've never been to California, it's an island uh, off the coast of, of like Long Beach area. It's, it's about 45 miles on a, on a little catamaran boat, you know, one of those faster ones. Um, and we went to what's, there's two sides to it. There's Avalon, which is more the touristy area. There's, you know, restaurants and you can and stay there. And we've done there. all that. Yeah, we, we've done that. The other one is two harbors, which actually is really nice. It's a small little area. You can stay there too in hotels, but they're, they're, they're kind of more known for their camping and they have some, they have a spot that's maybe a mile away, which we, we did that one, one time. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's, really far away called Little Harbor, which is really pretty. It's really pretty there, but it's eight miles Mm -hmm. away and it's up and down and up and down. So we put these 55 pound backpacks on and walked this thing. It was beautiful. It was awesome. I mean, it was one of, one of my favorite trips, but it also was one of the worst sleeping experiences, which sucks because we were really tired. Yes. Uh, I remember we, d- because our, our little things flattened out, right? The little mats that we had, they kind of flattened out. We took, uh, 
what we had life vests from this little not canoe what do they call them uh, kayak kayak this kayak that we rented we we took the life vest and we tried to sleep on those <laughs> the yeah. second night yeah it was Oh my goodness. It was a rough go. So that was a rough, rough night sleep. Uh, Sadie Mae says, I used to have to go to work with my mom when she worked at the jail and I had to sleep on the bucket scoop chairs and the booking and the booking room. It was so uncomfortable in the booking room. Maybe. So she like bucket style chairs. There's no way. Not comfortable, comfortable at all. Mm-mm. And Zeno says that sounds rough. Yeah. So that was probably the most rough sleep I've ever had. I can't think of, you know, there's been some camping trips, other camping trips that were a little bit rough, not because we weren't on a comfortable mattress, but because it was just really cold. Oh yeah. There was one we camped in, uh, Lake Santa Margarita. Mm. Is that the name of that place? Anyway, it's so cold. It's in the central coast and it's in the mountain areas and it was freezing. We thought we'd, you know, do Thanksgiving there. Oh my God. So November. It got down into the 30s. 30s. Our dogs we were, were cold. We had those uh, heaters inside. And they went out every tent. two hours. So we were up all night long putting uh, heat or what do you call them? Propane bottles in the heat lamps. Um, Zena says we have nice voices. So podcast friendly. Well, Thanks, thank you. Zena. Thank you for that. That's very nice of you to say. All right. So another, another bad one. Okay. This is a great story. I'm going to share with, with our folks in, in the chat. Okay. Uh, those people who've been listening to us for a long time have heard this story. I don't even know if my dad knows the story yet, <laughs> but one of the other more uncomfortable times that we, we had, well, it turned out to be, it turned out to be pretty good. It turned out to be nice and comfortable, but the first part of it was not. We, we took a trip with my dad and my stepmom to the central coast and it was beautiful. And the first night we were in this suite in, in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. I was kidding, Santa Monica and Santa Barbara mixed up in Santa Barbara. It was awesome. The next night though, we were, we thought we were in a suite, but we weren't. They were just, uh, it was two, two, two Kings. Yeah. Two Kings in, in, in a room together, together. which never do ever pro tip never do. And we did. And my dad was snoring so loud loud that we actually snuck out of the room. Went down to the uh, desk. Booked a different room. Went to that room. Slept for six hours. And then went back to that, the other room. And snuck back in. And And they they never never knew. knew. Yeah. (laughs) That was pretty funny. Uh, That was was a fun one. Uh, I should probably tell him that someday. In, in, in case he hasn't heard the many podcasts where I've repeated that. So that was uh, one of the other un- uncomfortable nights. I was sleep. just surprised that they didn't know. And we literally slipped in the bed and we heard them rustling around. I think they got up. Yeah. he. Well, I was using a sound machine too. Then it sounded like water. And he, <laughs> I remember in the morning saying, what was that noise? I kept hearing water running last night. <laughs> so that was running all night long. We never shut it off. Uh, oh God. That yeah, was that funny. was a rough night too. That was rough. Six hours wasn't enough for that. 
terrific. No, it wasn't. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, that's the question of the podcast. Uh, now we have one for listener participation. We do it every Wednesday because that's the show that we do every single week because on Mondays we alternate. We don't always podcast on Monday. We do every other Monday. Uh, so the question of the podcast for this Wednesday is, what embarrassing or regretful thing have you done that you wish you could take back? You already posted it, right? I sure did. It's so, already up. So Mindy posts it on the socials and all those are the Jason and Mindy podcast Facebook page, the Low Tree Studios Facebook page, and she also posts it to her own Facebook page. But you can also respond right here live on Wednesday on CastBox. So check that out on Wednesday. Coming up after the sponsor, which is coming up now, Mindy will share the top five organic wines. Nope. Oh, well, yes, but not first. Well, yeah, you've got a couple things, but the but the main one is the top five organic wines. Yeah. What's the other one then? If you want uh, to poor say decisions, it. ironically. Well, that's what it's the hiding that. is called, but it's uh, it, it's really a, it has to do with wine. Okay, poor decisions sounds good. Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome. Huh. I know it. you love that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the sponsor. All right, so we mention it all the time, but the Jason Mini Podcast is brought to you by LowTreeStudios.com, a place for podcasts. Check out our website today for all the latest shows, show merchandise, and Patreon information. I'm going to share something with you guys. It's a little clip of a recent B-roll episode for our patrons. It's exclusive to our Patreon subscribers, so enjoy. Okay, Mindy, what's a doof? D-O-O-F. What's a doof? Like a doofus? Like okay. A, like a... Short for doofus. Yeah. Okay. David, what's a uh, that's doof? That's exactly where I was at. Doofus. Short for doofus. Jason, do you got a do? What's a doof? That's when you... Um... Take a doof. No, no, hang on. I, <laughs> that's when you think you have to shit. But it's a doof. It's a right because it's uh -huh. a, a deuce. But uh -huh. instead, it's a fart that goes doof. <laughs> <laughs> Best answer. <laughs> uh, okay. So there you go. <laughs> that was fun. A little bit of fun from B-roll. I'm going to try and do that share clip every week so people can get a little insight on what we do on the B-roll side of things. Yeah, we, we're a little raw. So if, gets, you're, uh, if you're not into that, uh, yeah, you might not want to. Not incredibly in. raw, but we, we do. it's a little bit different than what we do on, on these, uh, these free shows. So. All right. So uh, this one's titled Poor Decisions, Jason. Okay. We've often been told that one drink per day has numerous health benefits, right? Yes. We'll hold that thought because a new study says that one glass of wine a day is worse for the heart than binge drinking. Mm. Frequent but light drinkers are more likely to develop atrial fibrillation. Okay. And a regular heartbeat. Good job, by the way, on that Thank word. You. Yeah. <laughs> I practiced. <laughs> Which can cause shortness of breath and chest pains and raise the risk of a stroke fivefold. Mm. The study of the drinking habits of almost 10 million people found that drinking every day was the riskiest, while drinking once a week was least risky. Really? Okay. Well, I'm moving in that direction, so that's good. <laughs> and on the other hand, binge drinking did not show any clear link with atrial Fibrillation. Just liver disease and liver cancer and all yeah, kinds of other bad die. things. It may not be bad for your heart, but 
it's doing some other stuff that's not good. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, leader of the study was quick to point out that the binge drinking can cause many other serious uh, health problems. As I just said. Yeah. And people should stick to guidelines of no more than 14 drinks per week, which I think is excessive. That is a lot. And I'm, I'm, that's, I'm doing a lot less than that. That's for sure. <laughs> and keeping some days alcohol free. Yeah. I agree with that. That's and great. That's your little short and snappy segment. All right. What's next? On to my top five. This is my new segment. And uh, if you want to follow along, it's uh, top5.com. And I just pick top five of something. And since we were doing drinks, I thought I'd pick top five best organic wines. Nice. So wine is a beverage that no one wants to give up. And I don't. And I'm having a lot of problems with that lately with the migraine headaches. It doesn't help. And me and uh, Stephanie do a show called Bitches Whining. And that last one we did, I could tell there was a lot of tannins and uh, sulfites in that wine. Even though you enjoyed the wine. Even though I enjoyed it immensely, it gave me a massive migraine. Mm. So organic wines sort of help that along where you're not going to have that type of headache. Let's find out. And the reason why is organic winemakers are synthetic towards the land and they try to promote an ecological biodiversity among the vineyards. This allows other plants to grow in and around the vines, which attracts insects and pollinators. This growing method makes for a better natural environment for the vines to grow and produce delicious organic wine. So there's three main types of organic wines. Okay. One is 100% certified organic. Okay. Uh, number two is made with organic grapes and ingredients. And number three is made with some organic ingredients. Okay. And wine bottles may also be labeled as biodynamic or natural. Okay. And just a little bit about the sulfites that I was talking about. Um, sulfites or sulfur dioxide are widely used in winemaking due to any, um, antioxidants and antibacterial properties. Sulfites are present in many wines naturally. So if you're not sensitive to them, don't worry about it. But if you are like me, sulfites have been connected with causing migraines. However, it's generally the tannins and the alcohol that are the main culprits behind the headache effect. Yeah, uh, the alcohol causes uh, dehydration, which is which is a huge source of of headache and migraines. So yeah. Um, Anyway. And I want to keep drinking wine, so I'm not digging it. So I'm kind of looking for other alternatives so that yeah. I can keep drinking wine. Right. So we have um, locally a place called Whole Weedery, and they have all organic wines. Really? Yes. I Every bet Trader Joe's does too. They may have some. I just don't know quite where to look. I'll have to ask the guy next time we go there. So anyway, I thought, well, this will be really cool. So what's the difference? Um, organic wine is made with grapes that are certified, obviously, and, um, they're handled in a certain way. Your, your, um, vineyard has to be certified in some way. Got it. Can't be contaminated. Um, so most of these organic wines are lower in alcohol content, um, because most, uh, regular wines are 14 to 17%. Okay. So your percentage is going to be just a little lower. Low in sulfites, uh, natural yeast, no added sugars, no synthetic additives, and organic grapes. And then I'm going to give you your top five. Top five. Here we go. So uh, the number five will work our way down. Orleans Hill Winery. Orleans so if you want to write Hill this down. Winery. 
Yeah. Orleans Hill Winery. Uh, the organic wine of Orlean Hill become popular quickly. The wine is organic, sulfite-free, and vegan-friendly. Nice. Okay, that's great. Uh, but they do say that those wine that their wines are a little on the sour side. So if you're not into sour wines, you probably won't like those. Okay. The next one up is Stellar Winery. The selection of wines available from Stellar Wines is divine. Stella Wine is based in South Africa. These wines have a heavy carbon footprint due to the wine being shipped all over the world. However, the company makes good use of their land, taking care of the earth while providing a healthier wine. Um, so basically they like to boast on, uh, their animals. They kind of roam freely mm -hmm. on their vineyards and it helps keep the pests at bay and they have a good, uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. The next one up is Frey Vineyard, F-R-E-Y. And many people love Frey Wines, uh, which is based in M Mendocino County, California. Okay. Perhaps their early entrance into the organic wine uh, marketplace had a hand in the popularity of these wines, and the popularity of these wines is unmatched, and they have no added sulfites in their wine. So that one would be uh, probably easier to get our hands on because it's in California. Absolutely, and that company had the first certified biodynamic vineyard. Nice. That's great. Uh, second. And we're heading to number one. Uh, second up is Red Truck. Red Truck. Yeah. I cool name. Like, yeah. And their bottles are actually kind of cool. They have a red truck on them and they have all kinds of different varieties of wine. Um, and that's pretty much it on them. They have a red, <laughs> white, green, and pink wine. Does it, it doesn't say they're sulfite free. Are these are they all these, these are, are these all one hundred percent organic? Are they not no, not all of them. But okay. this one has says that uh they have an excellent Cabernet Sauvignon, mm. and they're very well-priced, and their company touts clean runoff from their farms that's and great. progressively healthier soils. Okay, so cool. that's kind of what they boast. The number one is called Bonterra, B-O-N-T-E-R-R-A. At number one is the Bonterra wines, which are wonderful. These wines are organic and biodynamic, meaning that the company works more closely with the land. The company grows other plants on the same land and has animals roaming their vineyards. And this company boasts better tasting grapes than that of non-biodynamic wines. So that, that now, is... Now, does it say where this is out of or is that information not in there? No, and I, I you know, try not to get too detailed. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, it's okay. it'd be a forever long segment, but... Right, right. You know, I try to... You guys can look them up for yourself. And, it'd be fun to try them. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure our little little place has all these i think i really remember seeing a lot of these bottles in there so well we should print that list and maybe do our own little little tiny review of it on one time on, a, on one of our shows it does say most of these bottles they can be found at local stores in almost every state so there you go there you go that's probably why they're on that top five website i, I think that's uh one of the things that that was happening with bitches whining is that you got some wine from hello fresh mm -hmm. Uh, which HelloFresh is a, is a food delivery site. Um, they 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 bring you f basically your meals, and you just have to cook them based on their their instructions. Yeah, and really good. Their food's amazing, but yes, their wine is. not so much. They would review a wine, and no one knew where to find it. You guys could never find any I information. I couldn't find it, it anywhere. Yeah. So uh, this is this stuff's a little easier to get your hands on. It'd be cool for you to try one of those on Bitches Whining, I think. I'm going to. that. I think I'm going to pick one and uh, next Tuesday is our Bitches Whining and I'm up. So 
All right, cool. I think I will. All right, well, fun facts are coming up. And after fun facts, I've got surprisingly easy ways to save energy. And I've got some fun statistics to share with you guys and with Mindy. You know I love those fun facts Because they're factual and fun <coughs> All right, the first fun fact for me is the term footage comes from the early days of movie making when films were measured in feet while being edited. Wow, pretty cool. Yeah. The aptly named Goliath frog, which can weigh over six pounds, wow. use their muscles to lift rocks over half their body weight to build small nursery ponds for their spawn. That's cool. This is a giant frog. It's huge. Well, six pounds. Is, six pound it's big, frog. It's a big frog. I'd be freaked out by it. Oh, I'm sure you would. Uh, on In 2005, Mark Zuckerberg unsuccessfully tried to sell Facebook for, how much do you think? Uh, he did not sell it. He tried. He tried. Yeah. Uh, one million? No. 75 million. Wow. He tried to sell it for that amount. Holy 75 crap. million. That was way off. Uh, it was known as face as the Facebook back then. How much do you think it's worth now? Oh God, billions! A hundred and forty billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. Good move not to sell it. Yeah, right. And dumb those people that didn't buy it. Hey, Zeno's got a fun fact. I'll share it. Go ahead, share yours. I'll share his. All right, my last one is Zootopia is the only movie without a human character to make over one billion in worldwide movie theater ticket sales. Really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That was a fun, fun cartoon. Zeno says, fun fact, jellyfish eat out of the same hole as they poop out of <laughs> science. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, wow. Fun facts in the books. They literally have shit breath. They do. I know some people that seems as though they do, you know, eat out of the <laughs> same thing they shit out of. You know what I mean? Hmm. Wash your mouth. Anyway, Brush your teeth. So here's some surprisingly easy ways to save energy. First one, use the lid to pots and pans when cooking. Yes, I've, I've been doing that a lot because it helps boil the food quickly. Yeah, it can reduce energy consumption by 14%. It's also really good for cooking eggs, for cooking sunny side up eggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit of water. It's a nice even cook over it. Uh, next one, reheat leftovers with the microwave instead of the stove. Microwaves use use 50% less energy. Now, that's true. That does save energy. But in my opinion, that's not a better way to eat because uh, you're cooking with, with the microwave, you're cooking a lot of the nutrients out because right. it cooks so fast. So for your health, reheat on the stove. Uh, microwave, but, but save energy, you know, use a microwave. Next one, install dimmer switches for overhead lights to reduce energy use and extend light bulb life. Didn't know that. Do you That's know we have cool. that in most every room? We have dimmer switches that in every true. room. Do we? We do. My bathroom, this room. That's the three hallway. rooms. Yeah, that's true. For Our four. bedroom. 
Our room? Yeah, that's true. We do have that. Yeah, they're, this house. they were smart. They did that. Lower the thermostat when you're away. Smart thermostats allow you to do this daily. Zeno says, tip, be Amish. Yeah, that'll save a lot of energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Except for your own physical energy. Right. Right, because then, then, then you get into that debate of time versus money kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, I love the way they live though. That's cool. I know, but think about that. All the, they got to chop wood. I would love one week to go live with them. My aunt lives with a whole village of them. You go right ahead. She lives in an old farmhouse and and this is cool. You go by in your car at night and you see candles in their windows because they don't use electricity. Or at least not all Amish are that way. Some are a little more advanced. No thanks. Um, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying I wouldn't want to live close to nature. I'm not saying that. You know, c- close to the the roots of who we are and where we came from. But uh, I'm telling you, time to me is more valuable. Yes. You know. Me too. All right. The next one: p- negative 18 degrees Celsius or negative 0.4 degrees Fahrenheit is the magic efficiency setting for your freezer. Say that again. Oh my God. A magic Please efficient. Listen. No, I was listening. No. I was heard. I would listen to your mouth. Is the magic efficiency there setting. There it is. Yeah, that was great. I did a great job mm-hmm. both times. Okay, you need to re listen. Oh God. You need to clean your ears out. Anyway, it's the, it's the magic efficiency <laughs> setting for your freezer. Frozen is frozen. Mm-hmm. So do that. Mm-hmm. Clean your dryer's exhaust vent. Yes, you can uh, catch your house on fire if you don't. Use a vacuum to suck out all the lint that builds up. That will save some energy. And another one, wrap your hot water tank with an electric water heater blanket. It reduces heat loss by 40%. We probably should do that. It's a pretty good idea. (laughs) Although it's in our garage, our garage is, I guess it gets a little bit cold, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, next one, make sure outdoor lights use motion sensors. It's it's as it's easy to leave them on by mistake. I agree, but then we, ours, whatever, ours is really uh, sensitive and, and like the wind blows and it sets that thing off. And they say you can turn it down, but it's still. I've turned set, it way down. It's just. Sets it off. Yeah, it's weird. Need to get a new one probably. Next one, weather strip doors and windows, an easy way to insulate your home and save on energy. Mm. Minnie wants to do that with the front door. Yeah, because I see, I can see a little crack down there. I know air is escaping. 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 Wayne says, I have to wrap my water heater. It gets too cold already. Well, here way up north. Yeah, and they have killer snow, so I'm sure well, things get really, really cold up there. I don't know if he gets it in Seattle as much, mm. but it does get chilly and rainy there. I wonder if my sister does. They live in Michigan. They, they get... A lot. a lot of snow. Yeah, they get a lot. So next one and last one, invest in energy efficient appliances. Energy Star appliances use substantially less energy. If, if if a house doesn't have that stuff in it by now, I mean, we've been using Energy Star for 15 years now. So yeah, well, uh, when we do have appliance that breaks down, I do try and research what the best one is for that for time. Energy. Yeah. Yep. All right. So here's some fun stats, talking points, as I like to call them. According to a poll of adults, about half think talking about politics is inappropriate until the third date. Yeah, I would say so. And maybe even later on. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess if you do it early on, uh, you'll be able to work out some stuff <laughs> right away or not. 
Yeah, you be able to tell where your where your partner stands now. You and I don't talk politics. No, we don't. You try to talk to me about politics, but I you don't, don't really, really care. care. I don't want to hear it. You don't it. care. I, I, I like to know what's people, going on in the world. People say you should know what's going on in the world, and I say I'm doing fine wow. without, without knowing that stuff. Yeah. Well, you probably are. I, I think I'm doing fine. All right, next one here. 6% of men have, done, have plucked their eyebrows before a wedding. 6%. Well, they should. Then there should be a higher percentage of that. Pluck? Why, just, why not just trim? Why do you have to pluck? Because you get a unibrow going on. Just just trim it. Shave it. Oh. Use There's trimmers for all that. You don't need to pluck it. Well, Why the, pluck? The, well, then they don't grow back. Why put yourself through that pain? <laughs> if they grow back, then you just shave it again. I love watching. I love plucking yours because I do see you go through pain. You just don't need to pluck. Just don't <laughs> pluck. All right. Uh, 2.7 million people still receive Netflix DVDs. Really? In the, in the mail. 2.7 I didn't even know million. they did that. Yeah, well, I don't even, we don't even have a DVD player that works now, but 2.7 million still receive DVD player, DVDs. That's crazy. Uh, 8% of men don't know what they are allergic to. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can get that. 8% of men don't know they are allergic or what they're allergic to about their partner. That doesn't make any sense. No, I don't get that. Yeah. I'm not allergic to you. Does it, it, does it mean like you don't know what I'm allergic? Oh, maybe. Yeah. 8% of men don't know what your partner is allergic to. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, allergic to, uh, dust. The desert. The desert. Zeno says Netflix tried to sell to Blockbuster and got laughed out of the, the conference room. room. Yeah. That's a, that's a great story. I've heard that one too. And look at Netflix. So crazy. And where's Blockbuster? Is there one left somewhere in some dusty town? No. <laughs> I don't even think there is. I remember going to Blockbuster. That was the shit back in what? Oh, we loved it. We'd go there all the time. Early 90s. And we would we would not return our shit in time. Yeah, get the fees. I'm so dude, Netflix was the best thing ever. They they started doing the streaming and it's just the best. And look thing where ever. they are now. It's crazy. Hey, and if you wanna, that's one of our shows is called what the fuck is on Netflix? Yeah, that's right. And we uh, share a show we, every we, other week. Yeah, we're pretty independent. Um, we haven't done a lot of mainstream ones. Some of them have been like The Highwaymen. We we did Mindhunter Season 1. Um, but the last one we did was Burning Sands, which is a 2017 sort, sort of independent film. The next one we're going to do, though, is El Camino. Yeah, so, so we're watch gonna that, that and then join our yeah, show. It's going to be fun. The average woman, last one, the average woman will, will, uh, God, I didn't do these right. I did them early this morning and the wording is shit. <laughs> okay. The average woman will wear pajamas all day, three times a year at home and the average male once per year. So. Yeah, you wear your shorts or whatever the hell you call them. But I'll get out of them eventually. I won't wear them all day. I do not like to wear my pajamas all day. Like I what wear I my pajamas in. all you, day. You break this record. <laughs> Three times a year? That's a joke. Yeah, I do pretty often. You hey, if I'm not record. going nowhere, what's what's the point of getting out of my pajamas? They're comfortable. Yeah, just please try harder. <laughs> please try. Please try a little harder. All right, that's the sound for the quote. Yep. 
And today, I really needed peace of mind. Peace so that of is mind. my my uh, word of choice. Here. Okay. First one up. I did four. This is how bad it That's was a lot. today. We can't even. How can you even take that many in? It's a lot. <laughs> Don't allow the behavior of others destroy your peace of mind. To destroy your peace Hashtag of mind. Hashtag Mindy. <laughs> yeah. The next one is the battle with stress in your life is going on between your ears. What you fill your mind with determines your level of stress. That's great. Mm -hmm. That is great. And this all stemmed from a quote my sister put on Facebook, and it is, if you want peace of mind, start controlling what you allow in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. And the very last one. When you can't control what's happening, challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. That's where your power is. That's good. Good quotes, Mindy. Great and job. And I tried really hard today. Well, hopefully you succeeded. I'm going to succeed tomorrow. Because <laughs> you didn't succeed today. I did not. All right. Well, thanks for the quotes. Alrighty then, the new shows I've listened to this week, one you had on there, so I said, well, I'll just take a listen. It's called Office Ladies. Oh yeah, did they come out yet? Did yeah, they, oh, there's see, two you, out right you now. You listened before me. Ha ha. With Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, mm -hmm. um, a look at the behind the scenes of The Office. So if you've ever watched The Office, it's a candid talk between the two of them. That's, I'm listening tomorrow. I I was waiting for it and it didn't. I checked last week; it didn't come out. They oh, had it was a, out last week. Well, then the whole full one. I mean, because they they just yeah. had a little intro, which is was small, but yep, yeah. it's out. Okay, cool. And then the next one you've had on there for a while that I finally listened to was called Podcraft, and it's mm, honing yeah. the art of podcasting it's for podcasters. Yeah. yeah, so maybe people wouldn't be so interested, but I was. And then the shows that I listened to within the last few days, the Daily. Our Low Tree Studios B-roll because, just because, <laughs> and the Shiznit Show, WTF is Success, which you had a great interview with Abby. Yes. Thank you very much. That was fun. I had not listened to it, so that's why I listened to it, and I think you did an excellent job, and I can't wait till the next one because yep. it's a two-parter. It's two parts, yep. Let's Not Meet, Chris Hogan, Serial Killers, Hate to Wait, Other People's Lives, the Reconditioning Project, which I'm on. Yep. Bill Burr, Tony Robbins, and Disgraceland. You like listening to yourself. That's what it is. That's it. That's Have it. you looked at me? <laughs> I've looked at you lots of times. <laughs> lots of times in the 20-some years we have been together. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so that that's that was fun. We did I did have a good interview. WTF is success. That was a fun podcast. So check that out, guys. And that's it for today's show. If you'd like to did I listen to anything today? I don't think I did. I didn't have a chance. Anyway, that's it for today's show. If you'd like to listen to us live, like these amazing folks are here this evening, you can do so on Castbox on Monday, every other Monday, and every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you want additional content, check out our Low Tree Studios Patreon page or visit our website, lowtreestudios.com. There's quite a few podcasts on there that we're a part of. We, we produce them, and some of them we're not all a part of, but they're there. 
So we encourage you to check out all those podcasts there. Uh, the links are provided in the show notes. Again, that's lowtreestudios.com for those of you listening live, since you won't see those show notes. We also have another po- podcast called The Difference Between Us, which can be found on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening, and thank you for listening to the Jason and Mindy podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And I just want to personally thank everybody in CastBox tonight that, yeah. that had to listen to us. Thank you so much. And don't forget the question of the podcast for listener participation for next, or I mean this Wednesday. What embarrassing or regretful thing have you done that you wish you could take back? Mm-hmm. You can respond to the questions on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page and also the Low Tree Facebook page. Yeah, Low Tree Studios Facebook page. We look forward to your responses. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yes, we will. Thank you guys very much. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. Is there any more? No. That's all I know. We're done. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.